Hello everyone, I'm Gary Lee Lindsay, school chaplain at Skeggs Darlinghurst, and you're listening to Walk the Mile, a podcast that opens up conversations that we need to have. You're not short of a word. You can always <laughs> come up with something. That's right. <laughs> all so, right. So nice to see you, Gary. And you too, Peter. Nice to to have you all out there, whoever's listening. We hope someone's listening to us. Uh, I'm sure our, your listenership, because it's it's your program, will uh, will certainly grow over the coming coming year. I hope year. so. I hope so. Welcome. This is the initial, the inaugural. Uh, Podcasts, Skeg's podcast, which we hope we'd like to call "Walk the Mile." We're calling it "Walk the Mile," which comes from a hymn that is sung regularly in chapel: "Brother, sister, let me serve you." And part of the one of the verses says, "Walk the mile and bear the load." And so, what we want to do in this podcast is to have conversations, which hopefully not just give information to people but help people, to support people, to know that other people are thinking the same thing, going through the same thing, creating conversations and feeding our community and other communities as well. I'm here today with uh, Peter Ayers, who's the head of drama here. Peter's been here a couple of years now. He's a great addition to have. He has his own podcast, which is called Stages. Peter, do you want to tell us a bit about Stages? Absolutely. And what a thrill it is to be on your debut episode, I must say. Uh, Thank you for Gary. that. Um, look, yes, I started a podcast uh, at the beginning of 2018. And uh, I commend your initiative here because I, I think podcasts are a terrific way of uh, reaching an audience, not only all that, yours will be to the school community, mm. but the general podcasts can have a, a, a reach worldwide. Uh, and I like to call it streaming for the ears. Mm, it's a, it's I a, like that idea. Yeah, it's a great, it's audio content that people can access in their own time and they can access it, access it on many devices and uh, experience it how they want, when, when they're ironing, when they're driving, when they're at the gym. Uh, there are many ways. And you can stop and start and pick up in mid-interview and, yeah. and tune into it again tomorrow or whatever you want to. So it's really uh, user-friendly it is very user friendly. I'm, I'm not. I haven't really got into too many podcasts, but I know the ones that I've listened to have been really helpful and helped me to, to think about all sorts of things. And I guess that's what we want to do uh, with this podcast. Is because of the pandemic this year, we haven't been able to have chapel as normal for some of the year. Uh, we started recording videos for the girls to watch where I was talking, it wasn't just me, but it was other people, yourself included, mm. uh, people in my office talking about a whole range of subjects, uh, having that chapel time, chapel type of uh, environment or uh, forum to be able to discuss things. And the kids and staff responded really well. And we thought, well, how can we keep this going? How can we make this something that might be available to the whole community? And as you said, you know, very accessible at any time. And so we came up with this idea of the podcast to approach, I guess, topics that everyone uh, thinks about, topics that touch, that, that touch everybody. Over the years, I've had many people say, uh, not only you know, wanting to talk about things, but maybe creating groups, uh, support groups for all sorts of issues. And I've run support groups in the past. 
Um, but this is another way of trying to create conversations, as I said before, to build our community, to get some feedback as to what's going on in people's lives and if they want to share those things and how we can support one another in those things. Uh, so today, Peter and I would like to just consider that, what, what the power of the conversation, the power of being able to discuss, not necessarily argue, not necessarily work out what's right or just give information, but the power of discussion and pondering, I guess, in some ways. Chewing the fat. Chewing the fat, chewing the <laughs> fat, so to speak. Yeah, yeah. That's right. And as middle-aged men, we might have quite a bit of that. <laughs> <laughs> to chew, yes. <laughs> Look, and I think you've touched on, you know, during this pandemic, uh, a time where we've been forced apart. Technology has certainly been our friend, mm. enabling us to, uh, to, to access those who are, are close to us or who indeed we have professional relationships with. As you would know, your, your couch sessions that you filmed, chapel sessions, have been shared uh, by streaming and, and Zooming all around the school in various areas. So mm. we've still been ma- able to manage that humanity, that, that contact that we all, all hunger for. And I'm sure people at home have been doing it via Zoom for their work mm. um, and also to keep in touch with grandparents. Uh, I've certainly opened up uh, avenues for me uh, for recording for my podcast. I've been able to talk to people in New York and Los Angeles mm. and, and the UK. So, um, yeah, I think it's, uh, as I say again, a, a great initiative that you're doing because talking, talking it out, uh, walking the mile certainly yeah. helps us begin to to understand and, and cope with things. Yeah, and I think it's about hearing other people talk about things which might be difficult to talk about yourself or to find people who you can talk about those things with. I, I remember years ago I spoke to a father of um, one of our students who was the, the CEO of a, a major financial company he rang me to say his mother was dying and could I keep an eye on his daughter? And I said, yeah, of course. And there was a bit of silence and I said, um, is there anything else you want me to do? You know, is there any, can I help? Do you want me to come and visit your mum? Yeah, that'd be lovely, he said. So I went to visit his mum um, further on. But in that conversation, I said, what about, you know, have you talked about, thought or thought about funerals? And uh, he said, yeah, it'd be good to talk about that and the service and and there was still quite a bit of silence in that first conversation. And I said, I feel like there's something you want to say. And he said, well, I don't know how to deal with this. I'm not sure what to say about this. I'm not sure how to talk about this. I've never had to face this before. And we talked quite a long time. And he told me a lot about his life. We actually went out for lunch one day and he talked more about his life. And at that lunch, he said to me, you know, I know people all over the world and I speak to people you know, hundreds of people each week, but I don't have anyone I can actually talk to. So I think sometimes it's difficult to take that risk, to feel safe, to know who it is, where we can where we can be vulnerable with, who we can be vulnerable with, sorry, and uh, be able to share things with and know that that person or those people will treat whatever we give them preciously, you know. And I think part of this podcast is trying to raise some of those things, I guess, that we all think about, we all consider, and maybe through, those, through these conversations that people are hearing, 
um, encouraging people to, to be able to have further conversations because I think it can be sometimes it can be healing to have those conversations it can we can find that support that we need it can help us to think through what we're thinking mm. help us to make decisions it can help us in a whole range of ways help us to understand ourselves a lot better and I think that's the power of conversation uh, you touched on that you know that man was obviously experienced much grief mm. and, and grief can be a paralyzing experience it can also yeah. be very solitary and until you start to to meet and I guess talk to other people who have experienced the loss of another pair of a parent you find that you're, you're not so alone and and through that sharing yeah. you begin to understand that 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 process For sure a lot more I know I certainly did you know I lost my dad about four years ago now right. and it's a horrible thing to lose a parent yeah. but to talk to other people who've gone through the same thing uh, you are able to to grasp uh, that that process so much more. No, that's right. And and like again, what you said about being alone in that. And I guess that's the idea about the conversation is that some of these things we hold to ourselves. Even the joys of life we might hold to ourselves. The things that we that delight us. Yeah. Because we might be worried about if any if if other people will understand it. Or people will think that it's weird, or people will think that, you know, they, they or people can't share in it, and so we have to. It's difficult to take the risk sometimes, so you can feel quite isolated, quite alone, in whatever we're we're feeling, and I guess the conversation is like a a, a bridge, where you might feel a bit more connected, as you said, you know, sharing with someone who has that same experience, or sharing with someone who just wants to hear what's going on for you and how you, you're trying to make sense of it. That's the support, that's the, the care I think that a lot of us are looking for because we don't want to feel alone in these things. You know, exactly what, about the pandemic, that very first day after Skeggs closed down, I got a message from a student and uh, asking if I could Zoom with her that day and so I Zoomed with her and it was just one day after we closed down, you know, the first time that we started doing lessons uh, at home and she said, I just can't believe how much I miss the presence of other people. Here she was in a room, you know, being in a room, <laughs> doing lessons, looking at people on screens. But the, the lack of people and just people, you know, even people she didn't know. But just what that actually meant for her. And she noticed that so, so in, you know, intensely or in, so quickly as well, that not having others around her really made her stop and think what she needed. And that forced experience, I guess, has allowed a lot of people to develop an empathy, which they may mm. not have had before, I for those so. people who live by themselves, yeah. uh, have no family, yeah. uh, uh, and are very much in isolated in their existence. Yeah. Well, the need for connection, you know. I think that need for connection, the need, and it might not be... A deep conversation, as in, you know, people have to make themselves vulnerable. But just a conversation about the day or the football or whatever. That someone remembers your name. That someone says hello to you. You know, over the years and standing out on Forbes Street and the locals who now I know who they are and we stop and we talk about their day. But now I found out about their families and I found out about their history and I found out where they worked and, you know, all those things. 
they didn't have to give that to me and I didn't have to give anything to them. But the, just the, the, the delight of connection, yeah. you know, is a, is a lovely thing. And that person then has an identity. Yeah. yeah. They're known. Yes. They're known. Mm. And I think that's what we need, you know, what we want. We want to be known. Want to be known, but it's. I think sometimes it's difficult to go to, to sort of ask people, "Will you know me? <laughs> you know, do you have the time to know me? Are you willing to know me as I am, even, or do you want? Do you expect me to be someone else?" There's a whole range of complexities before we actually get into that conversation. I think. So, Gary, what sort of topics are you hoping to possibly explore in these conversations over? Over the next period of time. Oh, look, I'm happy to talk about anything. I love, <laughs> you know me, I love talking to people. I love listening to people. If anyone wants to come and have a chat about things to tell their story, I'd love to have people come and tell their story. You know, there's been people already suggesting things around, um, as you said, grief, uh, uh, talking about how we pass things on to our generations. Um, how things have been passed on to us, things around race. Some students are wanting to talk about uh, body image, self-image. And we've done a little bit of that in the last couple of weeks with Chapel. Yeah, look, everything's on the table. Well, you know, sadly and sometimes depressingly, there's so much going on in the world at the moment, isn't there? Mm. It, it, uh, it feels so overwhelming sometimes with what we're all dealing with as far as you know the health of the planet and the health of the the population and uh, politics and and black lives matter and body image yeah mm. so um yeah i think we need to talk that out yeah there's plenty of things and i think things will will come up you know i was talking to a mum just this morning and as we were talking and i mentioned the podcast she said oh, i'd love to be part of it and it's pretty much just her telling her story and what she's made of it and you know and and i'm hoping to you know, tap on, maybe tap on people's shoulders from time to time and say, look, I think you've got a great story. I think what you've, you know, I think you'd be someone who'd be great to have this conversation with and for other people to, to know what you're really So, so you'll be keen to talk to students and staff and uh, old Parents, girls. Parents, old girls, yeah. anybody. Anybody at all is willing to walk in this office. And so they just need to drop you an email, I guess. Drop me an first, email. What's your, what's your email? Yeah. It's Gary L, G-A-R-R-Y-L at skegs.nsw.edu.au or they can ring the school or they can jump out of the car very quickly. No, they can't do that. That's against the law. But maybe just yell out at me from the car as they drive past. I'd like to be on the podcast sometime. <laughs> excellent, excellent. I certainly look forward to, to listening and um, I think you're going to cover a lot of fantastic ground um, and uh, all the best with it. Thanks, Pete. Thank you very much. And thank you for your help because, as I said, Peter, from his experience creating his own podcast, has been a fantastic help and has um, uh, obliged to, not obliged, sorry, voluntarily <laughs> taken on the role as producer of this. And uh, Well, I've seen this emer emerging talent within you, Gary. You know, <laughs> you've been very keen to do it. You just And like me, I guess, when I first started my podcast... There's, how do I do it? What, what, what do I need to do? So it's been great mm. to sort of uh, lend that advice and, and now give you your wings and, and now, yeah, you, now you can fly. For sure, for sure. Yeah, and I'm looking forward to seeing where we go and what we're going to do with it. We might even give some news on, the, on here as well, you know, what's happening in the school or 
That's right. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows how it'll turn out? It's all, it's all a bit of an experiment, but that's how I like to do it. Good on you. Thanks for listening. Thanks very much. Take care, everyone. Bye.